All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. I'm, I'm guessing my math is going to be incorrect. So if you're listening to this, Episode 348 of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by the HGA Group, here to make your business better with their many business services. Your Remchuk, Jay, Bag Milk, Wanye, No Chalmers, confirmed he will not be doing a pop-in either. We got to go a whole no hour pride. without the fiery takes of Chris Chalmers. No, yeah. that'll be okay. You know who respects people who put pride in their work? HGA. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. They, they reinforce the pride. And there's no C in HGA for Chalmers because he wouldn't make the grade, quite frankly. (laughs) He would never be partner grade at HGA Chalmers with that level of pride. So much pride. It was weird. He said he's at an acreage. I'm like, is Chalmers the new Unabomber? What's going on? He's he's avoiding the grind at an acreage. That's weird. That's a weird detail to provide. I'm at an acreage, therefore I cannot podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in a rural area. Oh. (laughs) Odd. Um question that no one will care about listening to this podcast but it's on my computer screen right now for the tourism jasper tournament jay is our team name oilers nation yes okay. we're the play la bombas okay but just because of our partnership with them they put us as Oilers nation so people can know exactly who we are but we're on we're taking to the ice as the play la bombas and those jerseys are unbelievable i rocked one during the pregame show short for giant pregame show the other day they're sick Oh, nice. Okay, good. I should have known. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I was going to say, I you should must have, have not seen it. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Okay. I, what was I doing? I was on Twitter. I liked the tweet. I had to do something. I'm sorry. I'm sure it was great content. I will mm-hmm. not miss the next one. Um, someone said, your Remchuk, it looks like you're swimming in that jersey, so I will probably wear a medium, not a large, when we actually medium. play. 
Um, but yeah, well, granted, you'll have some layers on underneath and stuff, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I suppose. Well, improved vest, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Now we got to protect the the talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyler, are definitely. you feeling okay today? By the way, I just want to start to get it out of the way. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. Like, <laughs> like Tough unpack times. that game, unpack that game and the amount of like decisions and, and, and whatnot you could, you could point to as to why that happened. So well, I was watching the game last night. <laughs> I, I was in my heart of hearts pulling for you, Tyler. I really was. It was so exciting to watch as somebody who didn't really give two shits about the outcome. It was very exciting. But as it was going on and as the fourth quarter was coming around in the Bills and Chiefs game, of course, we're talking about, I just, I couldn't help but think about you, pal, and how stressful that must have been for you. Yeah. So like my girlfriend and I, we watch every Bills game. We like, we don't miss one all year. I wear a jersey. She has a Bills shirt. Like we sit down, we have a couple of drinks. It's a big thing for us. And we are like, like I'm as diehard as you can get. Like I are you love wearing this bottoms in this team. story or just jerseys? How's it's that? Just jerseys. Southern you walk half around naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, no, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be naked. Jersey on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh style. Tops yeah. no bars. Yeah, I got you. Course. So game starts. Things aren't. It's going okay. Everyone's playing it pretty safe. But like during the game, I kind of do the same thing every time. It's a big game for them. Like we're sitting next to, to next to each other on the couch. But then whenever there's a big moment. I like to stand and get like a foot away from the TV and like stand with my hands on my hips and like stare at it. Then when they do something good, I go back, I high five Amber. I walk a couple laps around the apartment to kind of like get the steam off me. And like, I'm surprised I didn't have a neighbor come knock on my door yesterday because some of the yells I let out and then like the (laughs) not even pacing, it would have been like stomping at that point just around my apartment being like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. And it was an unreal football game. And if they would have won it, it would have been one of the positive highlights of my life as a sports fan. Like that was like, incredible like to go what, for, what to go from Josh Allen. Yeah, done? I know to go from fourth and 13, throwing a touchdown to go in the lead. And you're like, Holy shit, they might do this. And then Tyreek scores. And you're like, I'm crushed, right? Like I'm sitting there, I'm slumped into the couch. Amber's like, you know, they got a minute. And I'm like, no, they're fucked. Like it's over. Damn it. Like all they do is not let him score on this drive. And then that next one from Davis was just unbelievable. And it, cool. it's like, okay, 13 yeah, seconds. Like they can easily kill 13 seconds. And like, I actually thought like it's over. Like they're going to throw a couple passes. They're not going to get enough yards. The bills are going to win this thing. And the field goal was crushing because their kicker was not having a good day. And I honestly thought he was going to miss it. And the overtime rules suck. And then that's just, it's, I went that's to bed the part that I didn't. Yeah. Like, that's the part that bummed me out about that game is that the coin flip rules in the NFL OT are just like, so oh, that's, that's rough because Josh, like Allen had a hell of a game and he didn't even get the ball back in response and OT that blows. <laughs> yeah. And so I, to go to bed, like to properly fall asleep, I had to crush two more beers and I crushed a lot throughout <laughs> the game. Um, like we hit double digits yesterday, but I had to hit a couple of medicinal. I had to crush a couple more. Cause I'm like, I'm too upset to like fall asleep. I'll just keep thinking about this game. <laughs> so I finally fell asleep. I woke up at about three 30. Cause I drank so many beers. I had to piss and like <laughs> went to piss. And while I'm pissing, I'm like, all right, what day is it? Uh, it's going to be Monday. What did I do Sunday? Oh yeah. The bills fucking lost. And I didn't fall back asleep for about an hour. I just laid in bed thinking about the game. Like I, even today, like, I got my Bills helmet behind me. I just look at it. And I'm just so sad. 
it's very depressing. Oh, so close. It was, uh, it was like, <laughs> it was such a good game. It and, was so fun. But even like every game this weekend, like had a crazy story. Even if it was yep. a boring game in Green Bay with a low scoring, like it still had drama and intensity to it. It was an interesting week. Box made it interesting. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just, you know, I, I've been to Buffalo, I've been to a Bills game, and I always like when you go to those cities, those the smaller cities, and, and you see how much the city gets behind the team, man, you just really cheer for the people of Buffalo. Uh and it's I, I just I feel for them because it was there. It was there. It was it would like they, they had it and it just didn't it didn't work out. And you know, people are texting me being like, Oh man, that's a good team, like they'll get them next year. And it's just like, that isn't even encouraging to me anymore because Kansas City is always going to be there. And like the Bills, the Bills had what? The number one defense in the NFL, depending on which metrics you look at, they're top five in most of them, top three in most of them. Like they were so good. And it's like, wasn't enough. Kansas City just basically picked them apart whenever they wanted to. They barely got stops. And people were like, oh man, but Josh Allen played a perfect game. Like can't ask for more than that. And it's like, no, that actually makes it sting more that he played a perfect game. They had a great defense. And it still somehow was not enough to be Kansas City. It's crushing, crushing. They are Kansas City is 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 hot. They are hot. when they thought when they only had 13 seconds to get down the field to get a field goal to tie it up and send it to overtime. I was like, there's no way. He had to get cover so much ground. Yeah. And then after the first play happened, where it was like a positive gain of plus 28 or whatever it was, I was like, oh, but that was oh. you, you look at the game manager there. Why do you kick it through the zone? Like, like you know, why are you not See, eating? But I, I, I don't say if do an onside kick, but just like kick it to the 10. I, I get that in block. a way. 13 seconds is two plays where yeah, five but, seconds is one. But what would have happened if you, right? Like, I don't think anyone was even expecting like, okay, 13 seconds. You just, it's not even likely if but you give them two plays. Football is about the details. I know, football but if you. about all the little details. And that's, okay, but what that's if you the, give him a chance to return it and he returns it to the 40 anyways, and they make one play to but, Kelsey and but, then they kick field goal, right? Like it's but, hindsight. I know, but the, you know, percentages. What are the percentages of a 30 or 40 yard return? Yeah. Very low. What are the chances of Kansas City moving the moving the ball in 13 seconds? Very high, Still, <laughs> even well, though it's not. But like, it's Kansas City. I don't know. It just it shouldn't have even mattered. It's super depressing. I yeah. very much, Tyler, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to post a screenshot from our real life chat group. Yeah, do it. Where I was just saying your name over and over again, <laughs> and you were responding, knowing exactly what I was talking to, talking about. It was very entertaining for me. Uh, and I good. apologize to you for it. But I'm going to post <laughs> it anyway. Uh, yeah, like even Ugh. like my mom doesn't give a shit about football at all. But I guess she w- <laughs> she was watching the game and texting me, and like she would have known how crushed I was. Um, but she even said like she was drunk, crushed, drunk. Uh, oh yeah, that too. She messaged me at seven twenty, whatever. That would have been when they took the lead, and she just said, "Tyler, are you breathing?" with a celebratory emoji. And, I, and then, she, oh, and then no. she was just sending me like SpongeBob <laughs> emojis. Oh, oh god! And then the dagger of a text, seven thirty nine p.m. She goes, "Can they lose in thirteen seconds?" Question mark. Oh my god, <laughs> mom! Oh. This is why me and dad don't talk. You need to teach her to be a sports fan. That is some. That is some jinxing things. Yeah, this is why we uh, haven't hugged in four presidential administrations. <laughs> oh man but that's why sports rules man 
Sports rules. Yeah, it, it's the best reality show, right? Like it, it was incredible. And every game this weekend was unreal. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. I would have won so much fucking money if the Bills would have held on. Ah, so the points got the Rams yesterday. Very happy with that decision. And I was heavy on I the Bengals. Very happy with that decision. Good weekend for me. And I went heavy on the Oilers. I figured, fuck it, they're going to win. The math is on our side. It's good. They're going to find a way. Big, big betting weekend for me. They that win just it. We all collectively needed that win on Saturday mm-hmm. so badly, and to have it come against the Flames in the way it did. Miko standing on his head. Come on, yeah, drive yeah, like five it. million points. Even the players on the ice, you couple of boosters. Feel, yeah, you could feel the relief on those guys when they're going to hug Miko and, oh, and all man. hug legs. Yeah, open mouth kisses. It was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I would be doing too. Just everybody's open mouth kissing in the dressing room after but that. You, game. But you know, like, what was odd, it. and and, and, <laughs> I, and, and I, re- I regret for for bailing. I don't know why, but when we went down to nothing, I was like. I still feel like I've actually felt like we were going to win. We're down to nothing like four days ago. I'm like, we're toast. But for some reason, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt they were going to pull it off even down there. And they just, they just got it out. You just, and I kind of had the feeling too, where it was like something eventually has to go right here. Like shit cannot continually to go continually go as wrong as it has for as long as it did. So same thing. Yeah. They were down to nothing. I didn't go back and live bet them. Cause I had enough on them to win in regulation that I was yeah. like, it's a miracle of that ends up hitting. I don't need to lay plus. more. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a really, really fun game on Saturday night. Um, and then we had with a decimated roster. Yeah. It was all guts, all glory. And it just, it was one of those ones where there's a lot of stories to feel good. Like Connor and Leon both got on the board, needed that. Uh, yeah. multiple multi-point night for both of those guys. Leon went supernova. Miko, I was incredibly happy for Koskinen because when those first two went out, you're like, okay, well, it's not like they're not working hard. Here's hoping, like Tyler said, that something turns around in their favor. But to see Miko stand on his head through the final 40, like I was pretty pumped for him. And to see to see him awkwardly sitting there post-game while Drysidle gave him some love <laughs> and talk about how yeah. much it meant for them to play hard for him. That was very fun too. So man, we all needed that one. Yeah. First intermission when the Sportsnet guys were talking in like hushed positive tones. Remember when they showed yep. Nico's eyes through his mask? I was like, oh my God, we're like, they're not even mocking us anymore. They're like coming to the defense of the mental stability of our starting goalie. Oh. And I tweeted something and Elliot Friedman liked it. Nice. I was like, cool. oh no, 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 it wasn't nice. It was like Sportsnet knows that Edmonton's beyond fuck. And then he liked it. I was like, oh no. And then the pull out a lucky win. like though. All yeah. is forgiven. I don't even know how he found it. I didn't tag them. Friedman, like whenever people will respond to Friedman or tweet stuff being like, her Friedman, my wife's sleeping with the plumber upstairs or shit like that. He'll like it like <laughs> a pretty consistent amount of the time. It's pretty fucking funny. He's like in with the bit. Well, he was on he talked about that on the rundown, I think, when we we had him on. I think that was the podcast he said it on. Oh um, yeah, where, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he was like, Oh yeah, people are always tweeting me about like Elliot is my wife leaving me. And he was like, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. If you have to ask Absolutely. the question, I'll quote Craig McDavish. Yeah. Well, and yeah. And the other good thing is like Bush better have cemented himself as the power play quarterback. It's almost like it was a good idea this whole time. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy in a team with no options, the hills to die on for coach Tippett sometimes. Right. Like, don't you want to try to restart things? What the fuck, buddy? I, you know like what? Way, so, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, the way Bouchard, like 
him on the power play, he walks the line better than anybody else. He finds ways to get pucks through traffic. His, his shot is an absolute bomb. It just makes so much sense to see. So to see him score two goals in a matter of four minutes on the power play, it was yeah. the best. It was good just to this, see the power play kicking again, clicking yes, again like yes. that. Uh, even without Nuge, they were pulling it off. Yeah, and that was good. Scores after it. being a beacon of light last week. It's just the, the, rainbows some, and clouds, baby. We're back. There was some good. There was some good vibes after that one. Well, and I saw like like Tippett kind of went against his normal. Like he was rewarding the guys that were going with ice time. Like he moved McLeod up because he was buzzing around the ice. Um, you know put Perlini back, but Perlini does what he does. You get the puck on his stick and he's going to fire it and sure as shit, you know, he's, he's continuing this like quasi heater. He's been on during this slump, which is I impressive. I saw a tweet about Perlini. His dad played hockey overseas somewhere. Yep. Like I almost want to say in England or some shit. England, and that was yeah, that's his brothers on the team now and like lighting the world on fire. His and brother the plays they, in Norway. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, the tweet was, Blah blah blah. Perlini just scored, just like his dad, who's a machine. And then somebody tagged Vicky Perlini, the mom, which who we follow. And I was like, "Wow, there's a there's a team somewhere in the world that has two other Lamborghini Perlinis. These guys have it in their genomes to light the lamp." His dad. They they said it on the broadcast, and or they said on the hot stove, or whatever. His dad. We played for the Leafs for a little bit before we went and played in Europe, and the the he got called up to play uh, for the Leafs, but during the day. He was playing in, uh, I don't know, was it junior? In a junior or, or an AHL game that day, and scored a hat trick, got called up that night for the Leafs and scored again. What? Yeah. What year was this? Like, how long ago did he play? Oh, this is in the like early, 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 early 80s, um, I think, or late 70s or something like that. I, I remember I, I, got, I thought that was kind of a cool stat. The one thing, like, well, Perlini is an interesting cat. Like I, I love his positivity and the fact that he's, he's got like a, a new, not, well, a refreshed outlook on life of being a professional hockey player and not trying to let the, 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 the bad days drag him down. Cause it's very easy to do so when you're in that position. So I thought that was good. It was a good interview. If anyone watched the, uh, the after hours with him, he's got it. He's got the right yeah. head space. Definitely got the right head space. Yeah, I, I I hope I hope he's like a talkative guy and like you know the guys in the in subscribe. Does he have the keep weight though? In the like, room. if a guy like that talked all the time in a negative room on a losing streak, would they be like shut the hell up? Or do you think that sometimes guys like that they have the juice to pull off being mouthy? I, it's tough to. I don't know if like you can just like yeah yeah. I think you get tuned out with like the super competitive ones. Be like yeah, shut up like you're always like. But I, I just think like he might just be fun to hang around. Yeah, just yeah, loosen yeah, things yeah. up. Like okay, yeah, like it's not like have him stand up in the middle of the room like hey guys, like, yeah. <laughs> everything is awesome. Like no, <laughs> but like let's go for dinner. Let's go for dinner and just and like talk into his world for a little bit and like just like be loose like I feel like that's where he could be a god I hope we still make some changes here just a little bit we've got to get tougher like I, I just like Rasmus Anderson drives me fucking up the wall and he just comes into Edmonton and just thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants uh, against our best players take liberties every wants and just feel safe about it and it drives me up the wall yeah, yeah, it didn't help too. Rasmus that Anderson like, can't be the one who is flexing on us because if you flex on him, he will shrivel because his nuts are made of raisins. <laughs> Raisin nuts. <laughs> Overall, though, I didn't think it was that spicy of a battle of Alberta, really. Not really, no. No, no it wasn't too spicy. 
It's kind of the Oilers uh, brand as of yeah. as of late. If so it gets care, spicy, just give give us all a W. Out. Make it make it spicy, and you probably beat us. That's the that's the what the game notes say. Yeah, but yeah, impressive. They they beat Calgary, who granted isn't playing great hockey as of late. They just um, beat Florida. But, yeah, yeah, but the, everyone in the Pacific is kind of just sputtering along right now. But you beat them without Nuge, without Hyman. I mean, I guess you were missing Barry as well, but that ended up Cassian. being a blessing in disguise. No Cassian either. So to be missing a handful of regulars and still get the job done is is really impressive. Like that was a solid win in my books. And if they're going to pick a time to start having the bounces go their way and start to play some really good hockey, this is as good of a week to do it, right? You got a game against Vancouver. You got Montreal. You got Ottawa, Nashville sandwiched in there. But these this next seven days, you play three teams who aren't very good. Yeah. And you're on the road for them, and then you play one home game against a good team. But like, hopefully, they can go on a bit of a run here. Yeah, Three so you got four. Saturday go. uh, tomorrow, which is Tuesday. You got Vancouver, and then you got Thursday is Nashville, Saturday Montreal, and then Monday is Ottawa. So you got to get you got to get some points done here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got we got games in hand. So like, if we if we uh, you know get some wins here and catch up, we'll we'll climb right back up the the ladder, no problem. Need to take advantage of those games in hand for sure, especially like looking at these next four games. Because well, it's the following week after that too that we kind of get into a bit of a gauntlet, right? So, well, yeah, because February is a very heavy month. It's almost like a game every couple of days. There's two sets of back to backs in February as well, so it's a very very busy month. So, do we have an update on Nuge? Like, is, like is he out for like, obviously LTIR? What's that? He skated. He's practicing. You could play them. They put them on LTR, but that's retroactive, right? Is that how that works? So based on my understanding, because people are helping me out on Twitter, it's once you pass, I think it's two weeks. Again, don't quote me on this because I don't understand how the cap works. You can get put on retroactive LTIR, which is what they did with Nuge. But the interesting one is, again, Mike Smith going on on IR and Dave Tippett saying on Friday, he's not close. So... The the saga the saga continues unfortunately for Mike Smith. Well, LTIR him and get us a goalie. Yeah, but, but I mean down. the other th- the problem with that is if Smith's injury, you know, is only going to keep him out another month and a half. Let's say that's not what I heard. Kucherov. Yeah, but like oh, t- Joffrey Lupola, congratulate yeah. him for snowboarding. I'm heard. I'm heard the injury is as serious as we need it to be. Oh dear, but he's going to be okay. I heard too. Yeah. You just, you have to be sure, right? If you're going to LPIR him and actually use the cap space, you got to be able to finagle your way around it. If he comes back a month early, right? Well, stay I'd be like Mike Smith. I like, I like your approach to life. I like that you're an oiler. The best thing you can do is stay hurt. Well, maybe, or may or, or stay healthy or stay healthy and, you know, play yeah. good again, but you like can't ask said, a guy to stay healthy. Who's getting hurt all the time. You can't ask a guy to stay hurt. Who's now healthy. again. Mm-hmm. That's a little coaching tidbit for you there, your yeah. check. Maybe you can tell the Bills. Fuck. Why why you gotta do that to me? I thought you'd be happy I made a football joke. <laughs> I was telling your check before the show. I'm like, your check, I was watching a show on the Belarusian economy last night, and I clicked into Twitter to see what was going on, and all I saw was people shitting on you. I didn't know what game was playing. I didn't know anything about anything. But the minute I saw how much crap you were taking online, I knew the Bills had done something. I was oh, asking for thoughts and prayers for your Remchuk, to be fair. I feel like you, do, you, you needed them last night. 
I did. It would have been nice to have like a really good feel good moment. Like I would have been on cloud nine today, man. All week it would have been unreal. I was when they went up by 13, when they went up with 13 seconds left and they showed what times the games were next week. I was like, fuck, they play Sunday at one o'clock. That's going to be right when we're driving back from Jasper. So in my head, I was already like, okay, I'm gonna have to make sure my phone's in the console turned off, nothing on the radio. And then when I get home, Amber and I can watch it together on like a tape delay. Like that'll work out. Uh, And then just like your mommy got way too ahead of yourself, man. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. Right before the horse, bro. Classic. (laughs) Kind of like us a month ago when we were talking about the Oilers being a playoff team. Oh, fuck. How dare you? You're still going to make playoffs. As as critical as we are, and trust me, we like we just we need to fix our flaws because we have to be a team that can go deeper than than and be deeper than what we are. They're, I, they're still a playoff team in my mind. I can't see how they're not. It'll be tight. So like right now, you need to catch because I st- I think there's going to be five that get in from the central. Like I just yeah. think, oh yeah, central is central's good. Deep. So you look right now. You got Vegas at fifty points in forty one games. So if Edmonton wins all of their games in hand, they would be two back of Vegas. Yeah. Um, they are, the Oilers are seven points back of LA and Anaheim with five and six games in hand on the two of those. So if you go, you know, four and two in that stretch or four and one in that stretch, you're going to catch both of those teams, San Jose, five games in hand, four points back. That shouldn't be an issue. Calgary has a game in hand on you and they're two points up, which is why that win on Saturday was huge. Big need, four point you, swing. Yeah. You need big wins against the Pacific like all year. It's got to be one of those ones where that you're buttering your bread with Pacific. And our record against the Pacific is actually pretty good. Still all things considering. Yep. We got to keep that rolling. Um, But yeah, I mentioned the Pacific floundering right now. We talked about it today on the daily face off show. Like in the last 10 games, Vegas has four wins. LA has six, but that's the best of the div. Anaheim only has three San Jose, four Calgary, three. We have three Vancouver, four Seattle, three. Like it's so mediocre right now. We're heating up. Exactly. Stay mediocre. We'll wake up. Let's go. When's Hyman back? Hyman's back for tomorrow, right? Could he be? He should Maybe. be. Yeah, I think he should be. Was he skating? I, I thought he wasn't skating. He was in COVID protocol. Was in protocol. I don't remember. What oh, the, yeah. I don't know what the rules are. Is it five days now? Um, I honestly don't even know what the what the rules are either. Um, I'm gonna But like, at- like, if you get Hyman back, you get Nuge back, hopefully. You know, starting to get a little bit healthy here. Now, maybe Papa Boosh gets some time on the power play after he's shown that he can actually do it. Maybe, you know, let's start building something here. Let's get the snowball rolling the other way. You want to roll a snowball uphill? That's right. And then we push it down the hill the other way. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find who the who was tweeting the lines today. Was it? Oh, it was Nugent Bowman, I think, right? All right. Dailyfaceoff.com. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know any other place to get a lineup at dailyfaceoff.com. But it was just practice lineups. Anyways, Cal, go to dailyfaceoff.com. We updated them. Jason Greger, Oilers Nation. Yep. And known cheese aficionado, also, I learned. Big cheese guy, big coconut Gouda guy, as uh, according to Better Late Than Never. All right. Oilers lines today via Daily Faceoff. I'm on the website. Don't worry. McDavid with Yamamoto and McLeod. I like that they're giving McLeod more minutes and giving him a chance because he's been flying. He's been really good now he's, for like a, a couple weeks. He's got yeah, wheels. Yeah. And, 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 he's, and he can handle the puck. Yep. You know what I'd like with him though, while you're, while you're looking this up, Tyler, is we need to lock him in a, in a, in a, in a cage a little bit and poke him with a stick. I, if yeah. he just had a little bit of mean in him Yeah. with wheels like that, I'm not he saying he likes to, to be Ryan Smith, out. but he doesn't got, he's missing the grit component. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Not to say Smitty was fast, but. 
I, I just, I think if he had a little bit of that in there, that would go a long way. Like, like as a guy like Tyler Benson's trying to reinvent himself as a pest a little bit, if you could get some of that from Ryan McLeod, that would go a long, long way. Yeah. Like Benson, you know, whatever all things like, like he's been I, trying. He's like, trying, like he's trying. And like, if I, he's, he's due for a goal, like, he's man, I want him to get that. one too. He's creating. He doesn't play a whole like, lot, but I think he's trying to make plays and he's shooting pucks on that. Man, I want him to get that first one because like, maybe it'll be, maybe the floodgates will open a little bit for him. I, uh, I was at the game against Florida on Thursday and oh, there was a play. That kind one go? Of, yeah, not great. It was one of the few oh, times really? in my life Weird. I've ever left a game early. Um, but there was a play in front of the Florida net where Benson just kind of came in and he gave like a little chicken wing elbow to the back of the head of one of the Florida defensemen. And the guy kind of like looked up and Benson just kind of stared at him like, yeah. And I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Like you can tell he's trying to get under the skin. It just doesn't come naturally for him. But I think he kind of knows that that's a he role he can play though. That guy needs support. Cause I don't know if he's got a career fight uh, in junior or anything. Uh, he's never had to. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy needs some support. That's the thing we got to get. We just got to get tougher. We got to get a little tougher. That's what I mean. Um, just lock him in like a cage you, a little bit. Just poke him. Just, like, you know. But you but you looked at the size difference between Calgary and I. It was it was astonishing how much bigger they are than us. And Zadorov taking a run at our big tough guy, but like also our elite defenseman. Like, where's the count? Like, I, and I don't, you don't want interference play on that. Yeah. Darnold oh, didn't even touch the fucking puck, but he's still. Sure. Should have been, should have been a penalty, but the hit was still made. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, the one that irritated me was when Cat or when Kachuk gave a nice whack on McDavid, kind of like after the play. Yeah, how is no one just being like, "Nope, you don't get to do that to him." There like I get it was a love tap; it That's wasn't that hard. No Everybody deterrent. in the pile. That's what we need. Yeah, no deterrent. Everyone just comes in and does what they want with us uh, physically. Take that as you will. Yeah, that's one of those ones where everybody has to be in the pile after something like that happens. Yeah, like make Tyler your first punch and drop kick. Answer. You know, <laughs> no. I like that he's being gritty, but he's not going to go solve that problem. Anyways, McLeod up on the top line. I actually don't really like that. I think I'd prefer to, I, like, I don't mind that he's getting rewarded, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that guy is actually kind of the key to us having a third line that can score and generate offense. I don't know if I love just strapping him next to McDavid. Well, but this, this is just patchwork with the, you know, yeah, the instruments him. that we've got, like yeah, he should yeah, be yeah. on our third line, making it fly. Like, so that's just um, like, I would love, like, I guess like, obviously there's, there's, I, there's issues to Perlini's game that I'm not too privy to. Like I got to start mm-hmm. maybe paying an ISO camming and paying more attention to it. But like the guy can shoot the fucking buck. Like that should be 97 shooter. Right. But obviously there's some other elements there and he can skate. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, they did have Nugent Hopkins centering Cassian and Perlini today at practice. See, I'm curious about that too. Like why we never stack those three up. Uh, like, I think maybe you can now with a guy like Perlini rolling and with McLeod. I'd like well. to see it. Yeah. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Just know that if they put a V player with McDavid and Perlini, it'd be an MVP line. A little something to think about there, Ken, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. MVP who could be an MVP line. Mike Vernon. Nobody. Yep. Wow. Ted Vernon, his kid who's in the NHL. What? Oh, fuck. Ted so, Vernon. Edmontonian at Vern Fiddler. I was, uh, Again, at the game Thursday and the guys behind me <laughs> with games going on and Owen Tippett, I think it was when he hit the post and the guys behind me go, God, it must be cool for Dave Tippett to be coaching his kid. And I was this close turning around and being like, nope, not true. But then I was like, you know what? 
They don't care. There's so I much wrong care. with that statement. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was it's like, like his kid. A, it's not his kid. A, he's not playing on the same team as as Tippett. It's not oh, his so kid? he said they said like coaching against his kid or whatever. Oh, they coaching said, but, against. Yeah, okay. but and then not they went kid. on. They had like a it's conversation. Not his kid, about though, it. hold on. It's not his kid. No, they're not related. They're not related. No. Twitter told me they were related. Well, tricked again. There you are. Carry on. <laughs> Official Oilers Nation getting duped. Always. Into- <laughs> I believe everything on Twitter. I'm like, oh yeah. Someone I said, did a Tippett just score and end another Tippett's career? And they're like, that's his kid. Hey, I'm like, no way. Well, there you go. It is not his kid. Uh, Owen Tippett is from Peterborough, Ontario, and Dave Tippett is Saskatchewan. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to give you the t- uh, lecture on the birds and the bees, your M check. But you can be born in one province and have a kid <laughs> in another. I don't want to get into detail as to how, but trust me, you can. <laughs> well, there's no way it's his kid. He was born one province over. Well, I don't think uh, that precludes him from being his kid. <laughs> uh, all those kids uh, I've got out there and uh, <laughs> overseas, they don't count. Yeah. London, Ontario, those kids don't count. Here, your M check. I'll flip the script for you. I uh, shout out to Santa Claus for bringing me the ultimate Edmonton <laughs> trivia book this year. Yeah. Uh, Emil Tiedemann, Tiedemann, I heart Edmonton on uh, social media. Jay, I will quote from this like a Bible. Page 136, question 55, the ultimate Edmonton trivia book. Which local cafe is situated in a small brick building from 1903 in Riverdale? Question mark. Do you know the answer? Better know the answer. It's it we, did, we did it. We're in the we trivia. Okay, book, so buddy. it is little brick. Okay. It's little brick, man. We made I thought there was some book. other ca- cafe <laughs> no. like from 1903 that I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. I was getting misled. Transcends. <laughs> no, it's us. We, we're a question to the trivia book. That's the pinnacle of achievement. Is for real, um, man. Having trivia. Named I look at this book, which is extraordinarily well written. There's 700 questions about Edmonton and. I like to think your boy Wanye knows a lot about Edmonton. There's a ton of stuff in here I did not know at all. But I did know question 55, which was Little Brick. Secondly, did you know what's the quarterback from Kansas City? Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. He lived in Edmonton. Did you know that? What? His dad played briefly for the Trappers. He was exposed property. Yeah. And he lived here when he was nine years old. Really? How's that grab you? Wow. Third shocking fact. David Bowie once got drunk at the Yardbird Suite. Hmm. He had a concert in town, and he went there and got shit faced. Nice. I always and he, there's there's a, there's a few story. I heard I heard there of uh, Eddie Vedder playing. Uh, what's that bar in the basement? It's on uh, Hudson's White Ave. There's like a basement bar there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember oh, what it was yeah. called then, but I heard that he 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 showed up and performed there. What just randomly when they were already? Big? I guess he does that. Yeah, I just came and performed. Like it's like a little dive music bar. Hmm. I can't remember what it was called then, but I remember one of Nirvana's first times playing most of their first album was in Edmonton. They really? were on tour here six months before their album dropped. Which it was one, the first, mind? Yeah, it was one of the first hmm. times they'd done a bunch of their music. Like for that album was in Edmonton. That's cool. It is cool. Before, never mind. Oh, bleach! I don't know. Was it bleach? Yeah, bleach. Picture, I could picture it. I just couldn't remember the name. Yeah, bleach. Yeah, there's some Nirvana for you. Now, Jay, here's the other one I found. Page 108. Which Edmonton news anchor is also a rock musician who uh, has an everybody album? Everybody knows this one. Titled Something for the wrong. Bonus. Name the band. Hold on. They break it right down. 
So, which Edmonton news anchor is also a rock musician who has an album titled Something Wrong 1997? Is it A, Vinesh Pratap, B, Josh, Josh Clausen, C, Courtney Terry, or D, Gord Stanky? Your M check? Gord. Born in North Battleford, Gord Stanky got his start in print in Regina before moving into radio and television. He spent time in Minneapolis before moving to Edmonton in 1992 to join ITV. He has also played music on the side and published a book, Mobsters and Rum Runners of Canada. I'm telling you, man, this ultimate Edmonton trivia book, the shit. I I look forward to you just bringing us a few of these every episode. We're going to use them on Noodle Noodle. Don't kid yourself. The first thing I saw when I got this in my stocking was, we're going to tweet some of these. It's great. Of course, Donkey, big uh, motorcycle guy, too, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. And his band, for the bonus points, do you know his band, your Amtrak? No. Jay knows his band. He's in two bands. Oh, he's in two. I don't know the second. Well, Hidden Agenda. You know, everything doesn't last forever. You know how it is with these rockers. Have they broke up Hidden Agenda? or is? I don't know if they broke up or just gone on hold, but he had some other band. I can't remember. But they haven't performed in a while due to you know what. Hidden Agenda. There's an album cover with Gord of the Bass standing in an ocean, I believe. If that doesn't (laughs) make you want to listen, I don't know what does. Stanky got me, though. I love him, but he truly is our local anchor man. He'll say anything on the teleprompter. Recently, when they were doing the old you-know-what update, he goes, and uh, blah, 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 are in the hospital, and wow, the positivity rates up to 40.3%. Like, he was reporting, like, a beautiful day's temperature coming up on the horizon. I was like, damn you, Stanky, your inflections are all off. Uh, maybe he's just trying to make it positive because it's been a But it was like, wow, time. we did it. Like, we did not. But yes, yes. It'd be hard to beat him every day. Completely bamboozled by the fact and caught him off guard. That's what I mean. He's just waiting for Hidden Agenda to reassemble and go on world tour. And mm-hmm. My man he just has sleeve tattoos. He has two sleeve tattoos. Did you know that, Gord Stanky? He does. You know, Jeff Merrick is like fully tatted up too. Hockey, really? hockey Central. Really? Yeah. He's wow. got a bunch of tattoos. I think he's got full sleeve on one arm. Really? He doesn't yeah. look like a tattoo guy. Yeah, he really doesn't. But uh, I, I think I follow him on Instagram. That's where I would have seen it. Um, but yeah, he's he's a big tattoo guy. Hmm. Wow, I love that. Like, that's a very rare in this day and age that you see somebody who you didn't realize was all gangster. Gordon Stank, you'd never guess. No. And then no, he so pulls no. up to Blues on White in a Harley Davidson for a late night hidden agenda concert, and you're like, "Good God, it's a different man altogether." All right. Before we keep going on, need to give some love to our friends at DoorDash. Wait, sorry. Ding dong. Ding dong. Oh, is that a cool little button? Oh my god! Now you now I see the photo of Jeff Merrick, and it makes it. I'm like, okay, he does look like a guy with sleeves. He does. I yeah, he's got. I think uh, he's like a secret identity double agent guy. He's got two whole personalities in one case. And like, he actually, I didn't realize how much he flaunts this thing in on his Instagram. But yeah, it's like all over his Instagram. Man, when you got a full sleeve, baby, you got to show that off. Yeah. Yeah. Like in that, now all of a sudden I'm like, he looks like a completely different person in that photo. I'm like, okay, yeah, the sleeves make sense. Interesting. You know, I have a tattoo here. You're in check. It's actually 14 tattoos. You can't normally see. Did you know that about me? No, I did not know that about you. It's a series of arrows that point directly at my groin. Yeah, just so a sometimes when I'm out and about, come on. you know what I'm saying? Pre-lockdowns, I'd be out and about in a mankini. 14 <laughs> arrows pointed at the old you-know-what. It's called advertising here. I'm checking. You might want to look it up. 
<laughs> Might want to look it up. That's how one markets themselves, Tyler. That's how you get out there. You know what I'm saying? In these streets. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. I was talking about DoorDash. Ding dong. Um, that was actually Frank Saravalli's request for the DFO rundown was to have this put onto the board. DoorDash loves it. Yep. Um, did you see that you can get like PetSmart and stuff on DoorDash now? Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool. Can you get an animal via DoorDash? Yep. Could One I order lizard. a puppy? Could I order a puppy through? No. Oh. You can order dog food. Treats for your puppy. Or yeah. for yourself. Fast food for your puppy. So McDonald's. You're suggesting people through. eat dog food, your Amtrak? That's the DoorDash ad this week. In Canada, yes. <laughs> you have to be able to eat the dog food. Uh, what do you, you mean? To, it has to be in Canada, it has to be uh, fit for human consumption. There's a little dog food fun fact there for you, Tyler. Mm. So if you're in a pinch, if yeah. I'm in a pinch, I'll just grab a handful of Frank's kibble, pop it in my mouth because it's both nutritious and delicious. You know, if they're if they're out of Itchy Band, complete. It's complete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, funny about Itchy Band. Speaking about groceries, this is for better late than never. Mm-hmm. Ever since the pandemic, I have not been able to find a bag of Itchy Band. <laughs> this at my is grocery this store. is the exact thing I need on that podcast. It's what do you mean? I love. I love. So like, and there's another conversation to have around flavors of Itchy Band, but I am mm-hmm. a Sapporo Itchy Band brand noodles. Yes, I am a chicken Itchy Band guy. I'm the green package, but. I swear every week I, I don't go to the grocery every week, but anytime I go there, I'm like, Hey man, I got to get some Mitchie band mm-hmm. and the shelf. Like there's all the Mr. Noodles galore garbage and all the other ones garbage. Terrible. But the Itchy band always just a giant hole. And they don't like, it's like, it's either they get it and someone buys it all out immediately under my nose or they just aren't restocking it and just are totally happy with this giant gaping hole in the shelf. That was. I agree. You're offended me. both as an itchy band aficionado and a former Safeway employee in charge of facing shelves, aren't you? Well, you want you want your shelves looking good. You want to look full. I the find shelf is not not sexy. Not the same look. thing with my Nongchim kimchi noodles, dry noodles that I buy. Those are also in short supply, and it's driving me crazy. So I'm trying to. I went totally totally off the off the grid here, and I got some random. I think this is like a a Korean spicy noodle. I don't know the brand. I just saw it. It caught me. I like the, I like the packaging mm-hmm. and it came in a five pack. So I'm going to try it. Cause like just once in a while, I just, I just crave that like extremely yep. sodium monosodium infused broth. The best boys. I don't want to scare you. I haven't seen Flutie flakes on the shelves. And <laughs> what about Fantuz flakes? If you want to get even Fantuz deeper. Fantuz flakes. Was that actually made? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus, Murphy. Flew off the shelves. They I'm surprised they haven't done like a, a new 2022 version of uh, Pro Stars, the cereal specifically. That is so true. Who would you have? Who would be? So, you know, okay. So, actually, this is Connor. Yeah, 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 but 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 pause. But one second. So you know, how, like you know, like like well, like there's there's the, the Mount Rushmore of the, you know what's the Mount Rushmore of of this topic? What is the Pro Stars? Because it's it always featured athletes from different disciplines, so mm-hmm. you can maybe that's you know what what is the twenty twenty two pro stars? The it? tough one is going to be the Bo Jackson hole because you don't have any multi sport athletes yes, at that. Oh level. well, you're right at you that know. level. I would go I'd go Otani because he's a pitcher and a batter, and that's like and he's a crazy good batter. He's like Bo Jackson mm-hmm. power, mm-hmm. and he's Cy Young pitcher. I feel like he should be a pro star. Who would you put as your football player? 
Mahomes probably, not Josh Allen. Well, probably. I'd love to see Josh Allen, but probably Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes. Probably okay. one of the Paul brothers. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, 2022. Yeah, he was one of the highest paid athletes. Well, he's rap been, and box. He's making boxing relevant again. Uh, and then for basketball, is it LeBron or is there something? Like, I think you do LeBron just based solely on name recognition, you know? Yeah. Everybody knows LeBron. Or you go with one of the young up and comers, like a Jean Morant. Steph Curry, maybe. Mm, Curry would be a good one. He's likable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. But I'm surprised, though. There's no 2022 version of ProStar. Get on. Every other idea you. has been recycled. Yeah, yeah they exactly. should be. And it, in the cartoon, it's a whole thing. It's a life cycle. It's pro stars. There's like blankets. There was, it was a whole. They're sitting like, on it. They're waiting. Don't kid yourself. They're waiting for Connor Bedard or something. An yeah. NFT or something. Yeah. The pro yeah. stars NFT. Pro stars NFT cereal. You eat in the metaverse. Metaphor. I, I, I watched a, uh, I don't know, 12 minute documentary about metaverse like structure and like how it's set up and shit. <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. I won't lie. There's like cool. clubs you can go into where there's like real performances going on. Mm-hmm. Like it looks kind of wonky, but imagine they're talking about like exclusive content in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. So imagine you went to a concert in the metaverse and heard a new song you'd never heard outside the metaverse. That's they're going like, to trick a lot of motherfuckers into the metaverse. This man, Donda 2, watch it. I'm predicting it now. Donda 2's, it won't be doing the arena previews this time. It's going to be doing it in the metaverse. Oh, that's so it. Kanye, for sure. It's going to happen. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's like how it's like hearing about Skynet for the first time. Like, oh, okay. So what, they're going to put up a bunch of satellites and robots to keep us safe? That doesn't sound too bad of a... Wait a minute. So is the only way to access the metaverse, this is now OK Boomer uh, segment of the podcast. Not is at it, all. Is it through VR? Is that the only way? Yeah. So what they want is their own. It's like when the internet first started and they're like, you're going to go to msn.com to do your shopping and your news and your this and your that. And in reality, you may have gone to 10 different websites for that, but they tried to be an all in one. Facebook wants to own the metaverse and you, that you look at it through Oculus Rift, but it's going to be like, open sourced probably where there's just like the internet isn't really owned by anyone. That's probably what happens with the metaverse, but it's more just like the idea that <clears throat> you would go through some sort of VR into an immersive experience. Right. So like uh, Microsoft bought blizzard Activision, the video game company last week that for goes one quintillion dollars. Yeah. They're like, this is going to be more of a metaverse game where you're going to be wearing VR and doing all this crazy shit. So will it look like real life? Like will Eventually. you be walking around Eventually. the metaverse? It'll look like real life. You'll go and buy a ticket to a concert. Yeah. yeah. Right now, a lot of it looks it. like you're in Wii Sports Lobby. Yeah. So imagine like right now it <laughs> yeah. is a bit wonky for sure. Right. But imagine it just continues to improve. Like when I see um, the NBA games now and shit on ads, it's very close to real life. Like very close. And I feel like the metaverse is going to get there too. Then you got to ask yourself, maybe we're already in one. The, the the arguments they are making for the metaverse are really interesting. Like you can't have a drought, you can't have real violence, you can't have like anything bad happen to anybody. And you could go and feel like you're really at a Travis Scott concert in the metaverse, and there's people everywhere, and they're real people. They're just also in the metaverse, right? You think about all the time we spend on Twitter talking to Oilers fans we've never in our real lives met. It's not that far away to go to an Oilers game in the metaverse and feel like you're in an Oilers game, but there's like a million people feeling like they're at the game. And in reality, watching an actual 
actual hockey game or is yeah, it you're watching the hockey game. There's like, there's, there's, so that's a way to bring like a turn of stadium that t- holds 20,000 to hold into infinity. Ex- infinity. Fuck. You're going to be back at pay-per-view, aren't we? Man, like, everybody man, could feel like cash in on that. Yeah. Everybody could feel like they were at center field at row 10 at any game and they're watching the actual game. Yeah. I want to be on the, the uh, dog pound at every Browns game. Well, I want to be the camera, though. You know that the NFL has that camera that zips along the field. Uh, I want to be on there. That's where I want to be. Oh, that following one, I, over I, top. I feel like you'd probably vomit. That's okay. That's okay. I'm in. Just but that's like what's, what could be so seductive about this, right? Is like imagine right now you could go down into your basement and sit down in your chair and go play Pebble Beach pretty much for real in the metaverse. And you can shoot one under par and without you're breaking fighting. anything in your house. Like you're just swinging a club. A- a- you're not even swinging a club. You're like in the metaverse swinging a club, right? That's... So it's not virtual golf because you're swinging a club in the real life and getting into a screen. You're like in a video game, right? Shooting with a gun or you're in a video game, swinging a club of Pebble Beach. But imagine you could play Pebble Beach with the augmented skill set of a game character, right? So in real life, you're like, oh, I shoot fucking 40 over par every day. But you go in the metaverse, you play Pebble Beach with brand new equipment, shoot one under. Why would you want to do shit for real? The the metaverse is going to give me the opportunity to be the rock star I never was as a kid. So I'll be playing guitar with fucking Van Halen or something in front of a stadium full of people. It'll be the best. I was at uh, this VR demonstration one time and it was like Samsung VR equipment. And I put this helmet on. And it was made with Mexico City soccer content. So they made it with this team. And it felt like you were standing. Now, look, imagine it doesn't really feel like you're standing. It's still a bit wonky. But you were on the sidelines watching a goal. And the guy who was demoing it for me goes, now look to your right. And I looked to my right with the helmet on. And the coach gave me like a thumbs up from the sidelines. I was like, damn, this is way better than watching a game on TV. If you continue to imagine it improves and improves, they can create crazy experiences in the metaverse that you could never hope to replicate in real life. And that's when you could see people putting on helmets and never leaving. How would you eat? Or you don't need to. to. Yeah, you okay. just, I'll just have a pipe right? at all times. Well, you just, yeah, just, just plug into a feeding machine and just yep. get deep. You, into the- just like in the Matrix, man. You're like, shit, why don't I just eat really healthy? And in the metaverse, I can smash cheeseburgers all day long. But in real There's- life, I'm just eating protein paste. There's some very funny, like early iterations of metaverse games where there's one that was cruise, uh, on, on making its way around Instagram the other day on some of the accounts I follow where you can pretend grocery shop in this <laughs> one game where you're just basically playing with Oculus. So is there itchy ban? Probably. Probably itchy ban. But what people are doing is they're taking groceries off the shelves and throwing them at each other and like <laughs> taking the carts and smashing into people. It's, it's, it sounds like a good time. But think about it fundamentally. Think about it fundamentally, Jay, where your kid's like, Wanya Jr.'s like, Dad, why would I want to watch the Oilers game where they lose 4-1, where I can go into the metaverse and watch an alternate Oilers game where they win 10-1? Because it's not real. But they don't care. It's funner. Real is like what old people want. What younger people are going to want is the optimized experience. Like, I can just go ski moguls all day long. I don't have to learn shit. But it's not real. It's real to me. But that like drains any meaning out of it, right? Like it's real to me. But how do you get I tell my old man that I've got whatever I got, twelve thousand followers on Twitter. Yeah. But that to him, that's not real. He doesn't he doesn't give two thunderous fucks. 
if I'm playing so a video game of basketball and I win a game against some clown online, it's real to me that I just won. Oh, who gives a shit if you won a game of basketball in a video game? It's not real. It's real to me. Yeah, It'll but like weird. What's yeah, that? but like that is different than just being like, I want to watch an Oilers game where they win exactly six two, or they win every single time, and just like sitting there and watching that. Like it wouldn't be the same. Same thing with like the golf. Same thing with like the golf analogy of like you can go play Pebble Beach and shoot one under, and it'll look and feel realistic. But it's like okay, but if it's like easy, like that's. I mean, yeah. I don't know. The only thing I'd want to augment for an Oilers game in the metaverse is no p lines. And five dollar beers. Rexall placed yeah. beer back for sure. I would have in the metaverse. I would love to go to a metaverse Oilers game for Rexall Place in 2004 and have it feel real and smash those beers. Yeah, 100%. I'd like to. I'd like to sit at my at my chair or my my seat at Rexall Place or Rogers Place and have my beers go boop in my hand. Yes, That's what I'm like yes. Pop out of my seat. I'm in but I want to watch present day Oilers play a game with those day Oilers. And I want it to feel insanely real. That's the best Oilers game of all time. I also, Other than want, a real one. I also want more things to advance. Like remember when Google glass, they were trying to figure that out a bunch of years ago. I want that shit too, where if I'm wearing my glasses, which I do wear glasses, I can look around and I can see your like stats and shit. Yeah. Like Terminator. I want. Exactly. Like Terminator. Well, maybe, maybe one day you'll be shopping for Twig and Berries in the metaverse. Twigandberries.ca promo code Nation15 gets you 15% off. No matter what it. universe you're in, your Twig and Berries will always look good. Well, meta, well think about Twig and Berries in the metaverse. You would look very good. And everybody in the metaverse has a you-know-what on fleek. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might want to just make that the motto of Twig and Berries for the next hundred years. Hardest worker of the week for our friends at TradesLink. If you don't know what TradesLink is, go give it a Google. It's a local thing, Edmonton. And it's basically like LinkedIn, but just for workers in the trades. It's got a ton of really, really cool features. I've talked about them all before. If you are interested, I urge you, go check out our friends at TradeLink. TradesLink, you can also find them on social media at GetTradesLink. Uh, hardest worker from the game against Calgary. Who you guys got? Well, it's, it's quite obvious. It's, uh, he deserves it. It's Miko Koskinen. Who would have thought, hey? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Wait, well, no Ken way. Holland or Peter Trelly or whoever it was. Lack of working, yes. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, no, hardest worker. He 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 played above what he normally plays. He, he came in, he brought his lunch pail, and he went to work, and he did what it took for us to be able to beat the Flames. And I salute you, Miko Koskinen, for all of your hard work, my friend. He gave his team a chance to win on a night when they were heavily outshot. He made mm-hmm. some huge saves down mm-hmm. the stretch and he did it all with the pressure of the entire planet on his shoulders. He's the obvious, obvious answer for this. And that one save was a five alarm mm-hmm. save. on the two on one. Yeah, that was good. And he, I, even, I think he even said that was his best save in the NHL. Really? Huge I, save. I, I read something. It was, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said that. Huge save. I was, I was super happy for him and I loved watching him sit there. Like I said earlier, awkwardly listening to Leon pump his tires. That was just, that was just a really wholesome moment. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. I hope they, they, the, the boys, you know, cause I don't know what, what the rules are with them uh, about how they can hang out or not, but, but enjoyed a few beverages in the dressing room to kind of just celebrate that and let it sink in a little bit. In the metaverse, yeah. we could sit there with them. 
That's fair. Privy to the entire conversation. We know it all. Bag milk, you want to know something cool I just looked up? Yes. Yesterday, you cracked the top 20 in Apple Podcasts for Hockey Podcasts in Canada. Come on! That's cool. I'm pretty excited about it, man. You sent me the stats before we started recording today. I'm pretty happy with the numbers so far on Better Late Than Ever. People seem to be into the concept. Does that mean it's bigger than this one? No, uh, no, it's not. It's not bigger in real life at are all. Are we in the top 20 then? We don't get listed technically as a hockey podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're like a fashion lifestyle, yeah, metaverse yeah, podcast. Yeah, Some metaverse. shit you can't change. Mostly Bitcoin. Yeah, we're too meta with our topics. So mm-hmm. they can't they can't chart us. We're unchartable. The We'd like on- to be exclusively about the Oilers, but the last, oh, I don't know, 16 odd years haven't we had to develop other interests. Yeah, we talk about yeah, we talk about when we need to. We come oh. back to them. Oh, and radio does well. Oh, and radio is actually, I, I hate to, I hate to just, you know, give you guys all these accolades because your podcasts are crushing, but Owen oh, radio does very, very well. Is it top 20? Mm-hmm. It'll get up there when we drop a new episode. The chartable site isn't like the most reliable thing in the world, but it is kind of cool when you see your podcast up there with some of the big ones. Yeah. Just, I mean, I, we are I, the big ones now. I, I think it shows that there's an appetite for a lot of podcasts in our network. And just yep. as long as they're different flavors and provide kind of different angles that, you know, people are going to listen to it. And I'm super pumped with the way mine's going. Cause I just do it in my house and sometimes the audio sucks and I'm getting better, but um, that's what's also fun about this one. Cause it's again, completely different than the other ones. And you're talking about groceries. What's this all about? Yeah. So I always, I, I've, I don't know why, but I've become obsessed with the price of cheese lately. How, mm-hmm. When I was a little kid, I used to murder cheese and I still do. But as I got into being an adult and I have to buy cheese for myself, you realize how expensive this shit is and how my dad would be like, stop snapping off chunks of cheese off the block and eating it like a caveman. I'd be like, no. <laughs> but now that I buy it myself, I'm like, oh, I get what he's talking about. So what we're talking about things that are too expensive at the grocery yeah. store. We're talking about grocery store deals. Um, you know, just we're, we're trying to adult better. And Did I think you, uh... a bunch of people that don't want to join in on it. We talked about this last week, but Amber and I went grocery shopping yesterday and she wanted pepperoni sticks and Jesus yep. Christ, we might not there be able go. to pay rent life. Yeah. It's a, they're there life changing price. Yeah. It's Especially that's another turkey ones. If you're trying to keep it tight, they're even exactly more. those babies are like 60 calories each and they're, they're tiny the and you price. can just pop yeah. them like Tic Tacs. Like that's the problem. You can crush $25 of, of <laughs> turkey pepperonis in um, an hour. Holy fuck. I'll see you boys in the metaverse. I'm racing Lamborghinis against Nicki Minaj in 10 minutes. <laughs> uh also just while we're talking about podcast numbers we had almost 500 people watch the uh last episode of oilers nation radio even though it's just the graphic like it's just the graphic for hey hour. man fucking week can we, get, can we like, get, start making this a video version please? gotta get in the studio i'm in the studio right now look all alone with Nicki minaj in the metaverse well this green screen could show anything of course you're not um, far away from the metaverse when you have a green screen behind you. Also, I've been putting up videos of myself just talking on YouTube. Doing pretty well. I did five yeah, assets yeah. the Oilers could use as trade bait. It's at 3,600 views, which is yeah. nice. Wow. And, Most viewed uh, video by far for a last little while. Yeah, and I got a new one that just went up today. Five potential goalies the Oilers could acquire. Was and, that with uh, McKenna? It, and it's with Mike McKenna. So if you nice. want right Star now... Power. Yep, go to the Nation Network YouTube and uh, give it a watch and hit the subscribe button because if we get to 2,000 subscribers, I don't know what I'll do. Also, make- if, we, if we get daily face-off up to 1,000 subscribers, I'll do something ridiculous. Will you, you take something know. off your M-Chuck? Okay, you know all, right, okay. winky, all right, winky. all right, all right, all right. 
So we've got something here. What can we get Tyler to do for a thousand subscribers on DFO? We need, I want, I will honestly like come up with something. If we get to 2000 on YouTube on the nation network and a thousand on daily face off YouTube, I will do something. I don't well, even care. A sensuous fan dance where you wave a fan in front of your eyes coquettishly. Can we do a boudoir photo shoot? Not the belly button one. That one would hurt too much and it's not worth it. Um, belly button one. What? Jay said I should get my belly button pierced. I said no. That, that looked good though. So yeah, especially in the summer. Mm-hmm. Talk of the town. There's got to be your nice little belly shirts you like. Show it, show it off. <sighs> Anyways, I know people enjoy when I embarrass myself publicly or on the internet. So if you have ideas, shave, me your them. shave your head. No, I don't think I can shave my head. My ears are too big for that. Shave one or, eyebrow. Oh my god, it may not grow back. You might get Christian Slater. <laughs> yeah, you got to. He be shaved careful. his eyebrows for a Halloween costume, and they never grew back. Oh yeah, no, no that's. Oh, no. We uh, they have to put them in prosthetically in certain so- shots in movies. Well, I suggest then a boudoir shoot that we turn into a calendar for charity. Oh, for two thousand subs, that's pretty low bar. Yeah, that's a low. That's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, um, I would love to have one of those in my kitchen. Though. What every month I'd flip it. Hey, over we got it because we got to get it because we 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 get a good audio clip for this. Post it, asking people to subscribe to both the Nation Network and Daily Face Off YouTube pages. I feel like we can move the needle, but what can we get young Tyler to do? I don't know. We should just do a prank on him the next and not tell him. Oh, he can hear me say this? Never mind. <laughs> uh, we should prank Tyler sidebar. That's what people love. They love honest. YouTube loves pranks. They love things popping out of shit. They love people running around the corner and slapping someone. It's basic human nature. They also like people unpacking Lego and yeah, Lego. they love it. Would you unpack a Lego set? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would do that definitely. I actually topless. I said, I said that the other day to not topless, but I said that the other day to to the girlfriend. Um, I was like, I think I could would get into Lego. I think it's something that would like take my mind off my everyday stress. Good God, it's just a thrill a minute of the Uremchuk house. You, uh, if you're not standing in front of a Bills game and crying. You're lamenting Lego. I'm going to follow you on this, Tyler, because there's a documentary I love called Six Days to Air about South Park and how they create an episode in six days. Mm -hmm. And when Trey Parker is writing the episodes, because he writes them all himself and has them has for 20 plus years now, um, when he's stuck, he puts together Lego and he finds it relaxing. So I think that's a good idea, Tyler. Yeah. Where do you watch this documentary? Uh, You can watch it on YouTube. It's excellent. Is it? Wanya, you love it. Six days to air. Six days to air. Hmm. It's been out for a while, right? Yeah, it's not not new by any means. So yeah, six days to air. It's on YouTube for sure. Um, It's 50 minutes, I think, Wanya. You'd love it, actually. It goes into how how insane of a machine South Park is. Like six... Jeez, yeah. That is crazy. What what can we get your shit to do? What can we get your... I'll do like one of those polar plunges if we found somewhere safe. How about we do a 24-hour stream in your apartment? Oh, for one weekend, God. we can just all watch you for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah that's metaverse. It's very big brotherish. Um, good. And then, and then we prank them. <laughs> People love pranks. People can send like they can submit uh, some money somehow, and we can just send random food items to your house so that you have to try them on live cam. That'd be or- interesting. 
another thing, I, I see the firefighters do this to raise money. Maybe on the patio of our one of our Airbnbs, you have to camp out on it for a weekend in the winter. Ooh, we know it's not minus fifty. Frosty. We know it's yeah. not. When it's like a decent temp. Or if there's something we can do with one of our partners, I'm sure there's gotta be something because they normally go on the roof of the fire hall and camp out there mm-hmm. to, to to I think it's for the food bank. Yeah. You live in the boardroom at Cornerstone Insurance for a <laughs> for a weekend. We can't leave. Um, actually you gotta you gotta spend a weekend inside of old Rexall. Oh, be cool. with what the rat kingdom that's probably taken yes, over inside there yes, with the rat yes. king yes you have to cool. document it we'll give you a camera mm-hmm. and like no lights like i have to live in the darkness You're wearing a gopro and the only uh, place you can go for sustenance is the coliseum yeah and you can only eat what you can find just fire water <laughs> through those beer lines which are structural in the arena you'll be fine you'll be fine it's only about four percent less depressing than watching a game in 1994 Mm. Um, all right, okay. Before we wrap things up, how great is it we got our Instagram back? Oh, we got two Instagrams wow. back. Canucks, yeah. I saw. Tell the story, Jay. How'd you do one, it? One more missing. Oh man. So it was two years ago, like February. It was when the Finns were here. It was like late January. It was late it, January. We got it was two years ago because I was in Mexico. Yeah, or this nation was suspended. Then we got it back for twenty four hours, and then they took it away from us for some mm. reason. So yep. Instagram had some weird. Uh, algorithm uh, reset or relaunch, and all of a sudden, like three of our accounts went down, which was Canucks Army, Leafs Nation, and Oilers Nation. And Oilers Nation at the time had like seventy five thousand followers. So to lose that, like, oh, that was mentally demoralizing. All our sponsored post revenue went up in the air. Well, yeah, like it, you know, your sponsor, like, oh, well, like now you're starting from zero, like, and that's part of kind of the deal. And I, and we have to, and we totally empathize with them, but like it just kind of caught us by so much surprise. And it, it, it stung, it stung. And everyone was determined to try to find a way to get it back. But the thing is, is when you go to appeal to try to get these back, you're, it's, you're, you may as well be applying to the wall because you're not talking to anyone. It's just, it's just all autumn. Fill out this form, send this in. And no one, and it's all automated. No, yeah, one, no one has a right to an Instagram account. It's a no. privilege and Instagram really doesn't care. Yeah. It's, 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 it's leased land or rented land that you operate on. So you have to be respectful of it. And we didn't do anything wrong. And thankfully this is why it got released, but we were on a mission to try to get the audience of someone at Facebook to talk to. Cause the issue like the backstory with us is we're a content publisher. We write articles on OilersNation.com. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but crushed thousands and thousands of articles since 2007 on com and all the other nation network sites. So with that, we're in partnership with Facebook as a p- approved publisher, which is... They pay so, us to write. Which is such a weird dynamic that, <laughs> that we can't talk to anyone because we had to like go through the process to get approved to write articles and have Facebook promote them. And <laughs> then on the other hand, on the Instagram side of the fence, they suspended us. So we went and asked around a bunch of people. We were talking to people at the NHL. We were, we were trying to talk to anyone we could to see if they can get us an audience with Facebook. And ultimately, the answer was no. Like they don't even have someone. And so we kept working some angles, working some angles. And you know, in November, we got acquired by Playmaker. And one of my my first asks because I you know we're doing the deal, and I don't want to say, hey, we have all these Instagram accounts that are suspended. Like, yes, we talked about it, but it wasn't like. You know, it's buyer like, beware. Uh, <laughs> well, like, but, well, then, but here's the ones that we have now, and we've built, yeah, up, yeah, built yeah. up. Well, there's Nation, uh, Nation ON, which we got to figure out how we're going to repurpose. Uh, Put it back to Nation Gear, where it originally was. 
Maybe uh, we should have a chat about that. Yeah, yeah, I, we definitely could, but we've built up such so many more followers on top of it that I feel like we got to serve them hockey content. So, anyways, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a longer conversation. So, first, November third, deal closes with Playmaker. November fourth, Jay is on the phone with Playmaker saying, <laughs> "Liberated." Do you know anyone? They're like, "Well, no." Like, oh my God, no one knows a person at Facebook. This is mind blowing. So, anyways, they, uh, but they, you know, being who they are, they, they've got really, uh, pretty robust networks and were able to quickly get in touch with some people because Playmaker is a large content company. So they got the attention of Facebook. Next thing you know, I see an email loop go around and I'm having a call with two humans from Facebook. What? Two. I didn't even know they had phone numbers at Facebook. And none of them. Well, this is on Zoom. So, and it was untraceable. So I couldn't call them back. Um, But, uh, (laughs) and these two guys had nothing to do, couldn't do like that. Like what I, my request had that that was not their jurisdiction. And I'm like, oh my God. But we're talking about other stuff and whatever. But, you know, it it was positive. And they said, okay, we'll bring you, we'll, we'll take this to the, to the content team, whatever they had to do. And then like a month goes by and I don't hear anything. I'm like, ah. Man, like I don't want to get my hopes up, but like, but this doesn't sound so good. And all of a sudden, I see an email asking me some like pretty specific questions. So I like asked Bag Milk, but I didn't want to get him excited about what's going on because like I've been so like we've been trying this for two years. Well, sure as shit, we're in a meeting last week, and Bag Milk's like his phone starts blowing up. He's like, "Did all his nation Instagram just come back?" Because he his emails linked to it, and bang, did it. So big, big thanks to Facebook for just huge. All they had to do was listen. They're like, oh, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, this is a mistake. Like, we'll what? Oh, yeah. You have ascended what? to the highest levels what? of society, sir. What? You're fucking talking on the phone to Facebook like bloody Norman Rockefeller. Well done. But that's what's so silly. Like, once you got in front of a human, they're like, oh, yeah, no, not like this is, yeah, okay, this is not a problem. Like, you didn't do anything wrong, just got flagged weird. But you just got to get to a person. So they fix it right away. So thank you. That mind boggling. Thank you, Playmaker, for thank you, Playmaker. That. But, uh, <laughs> once again, like that goes to why we we partnered with them because they are actually here to help us, and they re- they realized it was important, so they made it a priority. So that's I mean, enormous help to us. Holy shit! It really is. And let me tell you something else. Just doing the first couple of beat casts back on that account. Oh, the numbers. The numbers have been excellent. The community is very engaged. It's just a completely different space. It's just it's five times the size instantly. That's what she said. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I jumped on the, the Florida one and <laughs> it was like the viewership was insane. It was popping. It was I tried popping. to get in on one and then you just wrapped up the beat cast and I didn't get on. Well, you know, it was already, it was almost midnight, Tyler. Yeah. Got shit to do. But yeah, I, by that, I mean, watch season four of Ozark. You should oh, do a beat cast man. after hours, you're MJ. Oh yeah, with a one-on-one like a, interview. Yeah, like a spicier version after bag milk goes to bed. I don't do the, I don't do the spicy stuff well though, right? Like that's bag milk's thing. Like I well, I, I, I only know how to keep it down the middle. Maybe not after hours. After uh, dark, perhaps. Mm-mm. Um. All right. Going oh, shout out to uh, David Alter for joining the Nation Network. That's uh yeah, that's it's a great. great I'm for the playmaker, the correct, hardest worker yeah. award or whatever it was. Playmaker yep. for getting our social back. What up? 
I just imagine they were emailing Mark at Facebook.com over and over again until it got back to us. <laughs> and you know what? I, yeah, yeah was, it's some other Mark that works there. Let's fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> you know, it's funny and, and whatever. There's the speaking about like market, whatever, uh, is that, that, that Jason Kenny on Twitter. There's a guy who's like, yeah. his handle is at Jason Kenny and he just gets flogged with tweets all the time, but he's embraced it. <laughs> but he loves it. Yeah, he embraced it, which is great. He's got like a crazy following now, but it's just all pissed off Albertans. <laughs> hey, like an American guy who has nothing to do with politics. Yeah, yeah. He's like it's, just as mad about it, too. Yeah, it's great. Is the name spelled the same or just slightly yeah. different? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. So good. Yeah, it's uh, really, really good. Yeah, uh, is it good? How yeah, good is it? Really, really good. Pretty good. Really, really is it good. Ozark good. season four good, Tyler? Because that is excellent. That Have you watched the whole thing? Banks. Like, is, 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 oh, I've never it, seen it. Are you through it, Bag Milk? I'm five episodes into the fourth season and it okay. is legit good. Oh, I can't wait. I got to wrap up succession just so Chalmers will stop yelling at me and then I'll move on to, to Ozark. I can't wait. Oh, it's the best show. I missed it so much. Yeah, it's been on like a, it's been a few years, eh? Yep. Yep. Tyler, you get your fucking life in order. Whoa. Holy mackerel. Hey, yo. <laughs> no, but you've got four seasons of this show you can watch. Yeah. Splurge on the pepperoni and start watching Ozark, okay? Yep. That's where I'm going. Probably go not. Together. It's not really my flavor. Pepperoni? No. Excellent like, content. Ozark. Yeah. We got quality programming. <laughs> no, it's not really my sh- not really my thing. I like intentionally terrible TV. Well, then uh, I then you'll also love that there's season three of Too Hot to Handle is also on Netflix. <laughs> also excellent. When does <laughs> the Big, show? When does Big Brother Canada come back? Oh, are they doing another All Stars for BB? Like BB USA is doing Celebrity. Yeah, I saw that. Those are trash. Yeah, those who are the are, celebrities though? I didn't see the names. Well, based on the last time I watched it, and it was yeah. like Meta World Peace and shit. I'm not. I don't have high hopes for the uh, for the. All right. Uh, one day ago, rumored celebrity Big Brother cast list is wild. Um, Kodak Black. Dang. Oh. That'd be unbelievable. I'd watch that. All right. How Did many of these it? names? How many of these names do you recognize? Alexa Penaviga? Nothing. Curtis nope. Stone, Aaron Brady, Curtis Stock, <laughs> Hope Hicks, Jillian Michaels. Okay, I know her. Hope Hicks is that uh, American a Idol person? Okay. Whoa. Um, Jerry Trainer, Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom. Oh, wow. Nene or Nene Leaks. Oh yeah, I know her. She's uh, from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, Neo. Neo, Neo, the singer. Yeah, you don't know You're Neo. Right, I know who that is. Yeah, I, I just said the name weird. Yeah. I know who that is. Neo, Neo, <laughs> Todrick, Todrick Hall, Tiffany Pollard, Shikari Richardson. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, she was the American runner who got suspended from the Olympics for smoking weed. Oh, oh. Uh, Shangela. Who's that? Um, is that two people? Yeah, it sounds like a couple. Yeah, Siamese twins yeah, is a power couple, and then uh, Tyler Cameron. Tyler that, Cameron. Wow, it's uh, it's not deep. Mm. Yeah, unless it's James Cameron, I'm up. Neo, you were on fire there in the middle. Yeah, Neo, I like. Unbelievable, and Lamar Odom. That'll be a circus. Big Brother Canada has been tweeting out uh, teasers of uh, what their new set could look like. So it does look like a new Big Brother Canada is coming back at some point. Oh man! Like they actually have the renderings, or are they actual set being built? 
Yeah, they just like teased like some buckets of paint and some like uh, blueprints, but it does say BB Can 10 coming in 2022. Um, Damn. I still have the last season all PVR just in case I'm ever in dire in, in dire need of a new show. Fair enough. All right. Before I still haven't we... watched Breaking Bad though, and I still haven't watched Game of Thrones. So I've got those as the ultimate two on my list that I haven't watched. I couldn't conceive of how I could be more into a season than season seven. So I've kind of stepped back at the top. I've checked out, but I suppose I can get back in for 10. It's good. Remember, remember how before when they, when everything kicked off, they were closing down BB to let people out of the house. Then mm-hmm. the next year they were like locking them in for their own safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Ah, good times. Eh, gang? What, what a journey it's been. What a life. <laughs> okay. Before we wrap up a couple of important things I wanted to get off uh, my chest here, the Vancouver Canucks. And I hope I don't butcher this name, but they hired a female assistant GM today. Emily casting casting I I really hope I'm saying that right. I haven't had time since it broke here, obviously to look up the proper pronunciation, but she did her uh, first media veil there. So uh, shout out to the Canucks who not only hired Rachel Dory, who was working a daily face off, but now they've also hired a female assistant GM. So it's great to see what the Canucks are doing. I dislike that the Canucks are making smart moves though. Can I, I know, say that? Right? <laughs> yeah, they're yes. Yeah. Quickly too. Yeah. They're making a lot of good moves and I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling upset about it as an Oilers fan. Mm-hmm. Patience bag milk. Just wait five more years. Thank you. It's part of a plan. Um, this is totally random, but uh, the Buffalo bills are signing Olaje Griffin to a two-year contract as a futures deal. He's Warren G's son. Come on! <laughs> Unbelievable! I like that. Great, great move from the Bills. Um, and then also, you know, we got to talk about it because it was kind of the biggest thing in hockey over the weekend, but just hours, days after a player in the American League was suspended oh. 30 days for a racist uh, incident. Yeah. Just we, garbage. Oh, yeah. We had another one in this time in the East Coast League involving uh, Jordan Subban, PK's brother and uh yeah i mean I, I think i can speak for all of us when i say we're fucking sick of it and it's everyone garbage. should be sick of it and it's great that this stuff is now getting called out and is not allowed to just sort of live in the ether of minor yeah, league society hockey. is headed in a better direction because the backlash to this is growing by the day right yeah um but anyways we needed to add our voice to the choir of voices saying that uh, there's enough of this shit in the world and we definitely don't need it in hockey anymore. So that's where we are going to wrap up episode 348 of the real life podcast for all of our sponsors, like trade, the metaverse, DoorDash, the metaverse. Sure. The HGA <laughs> group and more. We'll be back on Thursday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the real life podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense. Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.